boobs. Boobs and butts. Yeah. Is it I like, doing that? I like, I'm not really like a boob guy. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I remember my breasts being largely ignored. Wow. <laughs> well, that's being edited out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if there's one reason to get into podcasting, it's to get that uh, that WAP, and you're just gonna stand in the way of it by fucking. Oh God. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't go into that <laughs> attempting to make it a burn, but it ended that way. That's where it went. Hey, I did. A, I listen. I know my strengths and weaknesses. All right. Yeah, I mean, you did some things okay, I guess. Uh, yeah. You, you see, you go for that particular thing, you gotta ask. I mean, if you don't ask, I'm probably not gonna do it. But I'll do other things. I'll do other things. I mean, you yeah. Need, you don't need to. We don't need to get into. <laughs> we don't need to get into this. Yeah. Okay. So what do you? I mean, my about? grandmother's never gonna listen to it, but. Oh God, I just can't imagine my grandmother. That's what hearing. she's telling you. She would no. She knows now that I've said, Grandma, don't. Yeah. Don't listen to it. She she won't, because she knows what I mean. Travis's grandma, turn back now. Yeah, just grandma, please. Don't make me tell you the things I did to your grandson. Oh God, she <laughs> doesn't. I mean, she's she's an intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. And she knows I'm an adult, so I'm sure she has her assumptions. But she does. It's not a thing that we talk about. Yeah. You know. I, I yeah. That that's fair. Like yeah. I mean, with my with my dad sometimes. Like, not, I won't get into detail, but, like, he knows I'm a sexual person. Right. You know? My grandmother, we have literally never talked. It is it is as though I'm an asexual dwarf of some kind. <laughs> like you're, like a... Dwarf? Like Why a, did I say dwarf? I don't know. <laughs> like, what the fuck did that mean? <laughs> I was picturing, like, like a, like, doll. Like a, like a genitalia I think I, think I wanted to doll. say, like, like, adult child, because, like... <laughs> Because my grandmother does sort of, I think, still this is see very, me. very, like, problematic language that you're using. Well, I think that my grandmother still sees me as a kid. That's what oh, I meant yeah. when I said dwarf. I don't know why dwarf was the way I needed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, before we start talking about real things. Okay. Maybe we just won't talk about real things. Like, No, I got some shit. I got some shit I want to bitch about. <sighs> yeah, when, when don't you? true um so the story from the guardian okay, uh, vaunted british newspaper yes you swine german nudist chases wild boar that stole a laptop did you see this story i did not see that story <laughs> and there is a photo yeah that it's photographer who captured moment naked naked bather gave pursuit says uh he gave it his all and it's a picture of well i can show i can show it to you you can yeah. you can see it it's be- oh my god yeah. oh i love it Look at that guy. Oh yeah, there's a lot happening. And this is so this photo happening. is like a painting. It is fantastic. There's like so there's a large boar and a large is, man. And a, yeah, and a larger man, but a large boar carrying a bag of some sort in its mouth. And it looks like there's a box on its back feet or something. <laughs> it does. And then the little baby pig. The little baby ones are chasing it. <laughs> and then a big man, a and big a, naked man, a big naked German nudist. 
uh, running through a field, and there's like people around watching, and every one of them is like laughing. And clothed. Yeah, well, this there's some, oh, there's there's some one other other naked person sitting on a blanket with a bunch of other clothed people. Yeah. No, I dated a German guy. Was he nudist? He did like being nude quite often. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes sense. It all adds up now. I um I went on. A, I don't wouldn't call it a date, but I went on a thing with a German exchange student. Oh yeah. Um, just like last winter. This is hot. Yeah. It was not this. a thing. She uh, was uh, she was younger than she made herself out to be originally. Well, that's dangerous. She kind of made it seem as though she was a grad student and she was like 21. And so oh, I so yeah. it, as soon as that was the case, I was like, okay, we're not having sex. But I still hung out with her. It was yeah. fun. And uh, she also talked about how like she's like, oh, you Canadians or you Americans? She was yeah, like, they're just like they just love being naked. Yeah. Like, calling us all prudes because we don't like to be naked all the time, which is I mean, fair I like to be naked, just, like... I really don't. I do. I love to be naked. I'm a never nude. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I'm, like, an always Tobias. nude. I'm naked right now. Yeah, well, that's in your contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if, you, if you just... I, you don't, I didn't even read the rest of the story because I just don't see what you don't the point need to. is. The just picture this picture of this, of this man, like, almost run pleading with this boar. Yeah, I like it. He's hot. I hope yeah. she got away. I hope that I hope that mama got away. Yeah, she needs I, that I also, for her children. I also love that no one intervened. Mm-hmm. None of the people sitting around the photographers like, oh, I'm gonna get a photo <laughs> of this. Rather than help this man, I'm just going to take a photo. That, it, it's fair game. That's the pig's computer now. Give that give that person a Pulitzer. Uh huh. Right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. speaking of swine, no, yeah. I'm not even gonna. Well, actually, yeah. No, speaking oh, of God. swine. What ta- swine are we talking about? Well, what what swine always exist? The, oh, uh, these motherfucking the pigs. The police. Okay, I got some things to say about this. <sighs> so, yeah, there was a story today which you like know more about because you posted about it. Yeah. So you want to talk about the story that came out today, a little bit? Let me pull up this little article here. You can just cut this yeah. right out. You gotta be quiet so you know where to get it. Stop, so you can know where to find it. Okay, I want to talk about two things a little bit. These fucking cops. Uh These filthy cops. Windsor police officer suspended and charged after harassment complaint. 29-year veteran, uh, constable of Windsor Police Services, facing a charge of criminal harassment after complaint. Uh, So he's arrested... August 14th, due to circumstances surrounding the investigation, uh, Chatham is going to take over, Chatham police are going to take over the investigation. Um, Police say the officer and the victim had been in a relationship. Oh, fucking imagine that, because cops don't abuse 40%. Oh my god, I'm going to lose my shit. So some filthy cop abusing his fucking wife or girlfriend. I mean, it doesn't say the gender, so I guess it could also be like a female cop abusing their female partner or male partner but it's it's a dude it's not (laughs) i'm willing to bet if i'm wrong then that's okay yeah i can take being wrong about that but i'm gonna go you're not wrong you're not wrong oh 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 and he's or they or she but he is suspended with with motherfucking pay pay. oh i'm gonna lose my shit if you're a fast food worker and you burn a chicken nuggie you get suspended without pay you get fired or fired or written up, or whatever. There are actual consequences. And these consequences. fucking filthy cops. These filthy fucking cops. These fucking laptop-stealing swine. I literally just put this video up here to remind me to talk about that one story, but 
This uh, if you're if you're feeling uh, yeah, the fuck these <laughs> fuck the oh these fucking cops. What's this one? Uh, well, so the Windsor Star, um, they're very good at copaganda. Yeah, they they I know. love it. I know it. They love the fucking copaganda, and this was in 2018 that these videos came out. But the uh, the police ESU the um, ugh. Hold on, I have that somewhere here too. Um, the emergency services unit. You needed. You um, remember that? I couldn't remember exactly what it meant. Oh. But so so when that unit became a thing. Yeah. In 2018, the Windsor Star read a bunch of like high def videos These of the police being hilarious. trained. These are hilarious. I've only seen the one, and uh, but fuck me, that was hilarious. Yeah, so these videos are actually really funny. I might splice in some audio clips yeah. from them, because they are quite hilarious. Uh, so if that's happening right now, say, uh, you'll know what that is. Hi, Tony Smith, Windsor ESU. I'm uh, just going to show you guys some of the firearms that we carry on on our uh, daily operations and our duties. Uh, first of all, we'll start with the Smith & Wesson handgun. Uh, we use this. You'll see it's got a flashlight underneath it, under barrel light. Uh, we use this on our day-to-day -day operations when we go out on patrol and as a secondary weapon on tactical operations. This here is an MP5 uh, submachine gun. This is the, the preferred weapon of most of our guys for entries, for tactical work and for hostage rescue. Uh, we carry this uh, on most of our calls. And here's John, a sniper with our team, to introduce the rest of the weapons. Hi, my name's uh, John McDougall. I'm one of the four snipers on our team. Uh, a couple of the long-range weapons we have. We have a uh, assault rifle here. It's made by Colt Canada. It shoots a 223 round, and it's uh, more of our containment weapon. Moving on down here is uh, this is our sniper rifle. It's made by Accuracy International. It shoots a 308 round, and it's just a uh, high-powered tactical rifle with a 15 power scope on it. So it's uh, it gives um, us the ability. But also to, uh, then, so I was like, well, what is this emergency services unit thing? Right. And so I went to the website, um, <clears throat> police.windsor.on.ca. You can find all kinds of shit about the police there. This is all their own website. So you, you navigate to the emergency services branch site, which they kind of switch between calling it a branch and a unit. They don't really know what it is. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Um, it's comprised of seven... It's comprised... Uh, this is their language. It's comprised of seven different areas. Like, first of all, the grammar there. Like, come mm -hmm. on. Uh, get an editor. All units are highly regulated under the Adequacy Standards and Policing Standards Manual. This unit falls under the command of the Inspector of Operational Support Services. I would implore all of you to go to this website and look at the fucking logo. The ESU logo yeah. is some straight-up fascist-looking shit. It's yeah. like two crossed rifles, a lightning bolt, and a sword. And yeah. with the words Windsor Police ESU over it. It's really it's, fucked it's up some, looking. It's, it's, a, it's a logo, all right. Yeah, it's first it's, of all, it's a bad logo. But it's second of all, really it's like, bad. It's like a weird... It looks like one of them did it on like MS Paint in their basement and was like, oh my God, we're going to look so cool with this. It looks like something that a, like an eighth grader would draw on their fucking yeah. binder when they're trying to be cool at it school looks like and trying to show that, people like, that they're like in, into weapons. Like you an know? eighth grader would draw after they watched like American History X but missed the ending. 
um that's what it looks like to me <laughs> they 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 dropped out before the yeah before the uh the, yeah. the plot twist yeah it's like the, it's <laughs> like the people that missed the the ending of SLC they watched punk. up to the curb stomp and then that was it that's right. all they did it's like yeah. the people that missed the ending of slc punk yeah but but worse <laughs> and then there's another logo underneath it which i haven't figured out what it's for i think it's for the explosive disposal unit oh yeah um which is a witch holding a grenade in front of a maple leaf i, I don't know why they <laughs> the think that, that they would have like what like a bunch of a bunch of like mostly like chauvinistic white men think that they can put a witch on their on their fucking logo it's That's what not it the is though it right it's a witch holding yeah, a cape it's a over its witch. face it's a fucking witch and it's got a grenade in its hand or something in its hand and then it's in front of like a fucking maple like a red maple leaf like just in case you forgot and it's this holding is a Canada. grenade so maybe it's signifying both of the things that they hate and it's like <laughs> it's like women who have opinions and bombs those are the things that they work against maybe yeah maybe that's what it is the, maybe the witch is the enemy and the, mm-hmm. and, the, and the Canadian flag is them like approaching from behind being like yeah. surprise motherfucker but it's really funny if they're using <laughs> witches to um, like signify who their enemy is because witches were really just like women that like white men wanted to burn at the stake so yeah, it's kind of a hilarious the, it's kind of fuck. hilarious but both of these logos are like clip art bad mm-hmm like, I don't really understand what it is they're trying to do with these. I mean, this is like, you know, we're nitpicking, but it's also funny. I'm allowed to nitpick. I'd like, I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. And so this it's I mean, the emergency services branch has like the canine unit and the marine unit and yeah. the crisis negotiators and the mobile command unit and the emergency planning unit and all this other bullshit. But uh, it's just funny. Just yeah. when, you, when you search around, it's like. You find so much hilarious There's shit. so many Easter eggs. So, and those videos are just so funny. It's literally oh like fucking cop porn. It's like the, it's, oh my God, it's just so ridiculous. It's like they're doing like these close up shots and they've got like the camera like going to the, the guy's feet to like his head and they're like, yes, we have. Look at all these things we have. We have big guns. We're here to keep you safe. We have from little guns. Fucking what? The Germans? Jesus like, Christ. Uh, from the nudist. From the nudist. They're saving us from the nudist. Oh, God the German damn it. nudists. And it's funny because the Winter Star has like like a dozen of these videos yeah it like shows them training it shows them like shooting a bunch of targets showing off their weapons showing off their weapons like there's another one that whenever they get new police officers they actually like have these like really super high def videos that are like super personal about all the police officers oh they do that's it's, really it's i need fucked that. up and it's like what other profession does the fucking media do this for yeah if you're thinking it's none no. you're right they don't yeah, do because that for they politicians don't need to sway they don't need to sway public opinion about um, individual teachers, but yeah. they do have to sway public opinion when a cop goes and beats his fucking wife, and then they need to have fucking articles to show about how good the cops are. Like, the other day, and the cops were tweeting, like, oh my god, our police officer is, like, totally good because he went and donated blood when he wasn't even on duty. Like, congratulations, pig. <laughs> how many of us do that? How many of us fucking do that? It doesn't end up on the fucking Windsor Star because we have to prove that we're human because we probably killed 10 people yesterday like fuck you and your blood and it just it goes if into i the need thing. a blood transfusion and i get a cop's blood <laughs> i'm gonna be so pissed they should bar them from if that i'm taking place. a cop's blood it's through my teeth exactly as a vampire that's a vampire I'm mad today. joke i didn't know i was mad okay, but now yeah. i'm mad i'm into it now i'm mad i'm into it I'm oh, get, yeah you I'm are get, yeah you it. are yeah, i'm into it Ugh. God, um, oh, I hate them. So, like, the Windsor Star... So, the reason this happens is because the police have a very well-trained PR <sighs> unit. And they're just fucking jerking them off all day. Yeah, all, all police all police uh, services have a very well-paid uh, oh, yeah. public relations staff. And they... 
send out press releases yeah. press releases all day long to yeah. to the media and the Windsor Star just laps it up because they're starving for easy content and the police are like here's some easy content yeah. that you don't have to spend much time on we'll do it for you we'll and take the videos for you and you can just post them on your website and it's funny when you watch like like if if they do have to write about like oh okay another Windsor cop beat his wife again right they have to put that but then you'll see like okay all of a sudden now oh this cop donated blood yeah. and this one looked at somebody and smiled at them and what was the one oh the one that saved a, a bird of some kind right you know how many fucking birds i've saved Wasn't where's that, my windsor star article? was it a bird it was I a bird know. right this was a few weeks ago anyway we're we're going down a rabbit hole with the police that we're not uh we didn't intend to go down really but, but yeah we're we got down, we gotta we're talk down about here it. now we gotta we got to talk about them every week in some capacity. I know. Fuck them. Fuck them all. So speaking of the media doing, uh, being lazy. Yeah, we'll what are say, they doing now? Um, did you see the story about gentrification? Yeah, I want to kill myself. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read some of this and yeah. let me just, let me just read the thing. Read it. Go and, for then, it. and then we can talk about mm-hmm. what it's saying here. So. Uh, we talked about the person featured in this story a couple weeks ago very briefly. Yeah. Sarah Sipkar. She's a school board trustee. Yeah. Um, and I, I made the assertion that they're priming, that the Liberal Party is priming her to take over for Reno in Ward 3 whenever he decides to run for mayor. hmm So, and I still stand behind that. I think that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So well, this would make sense now, yeah. Here's this article that came out on August 15th in the Windsor Star. Construction of tiny house off downtown alley. Sign of gentrification. Ah! Yeah, we'll have a lot to say. Um, and then it's got a picture of Sarah holding the plans and some construction happening behind her. Um, public school board trustee Sarah Sipcar broke ground Wednesday on a cute little cottage in her backyard. Not a playhouse for her daughter Harvest, mm. but a tiny house that adds badly needed housing to the downtown court. Quote, I'm really excited. I wanted to start this in April. She said of the project she's been planning for the last year, but which ran into delays due to COVID-19 and city hall regulations that have since been smoothed out. Quote, it's, it'll, be, it'll be a construction zone for a little bit. It'll be loud and frustrating, but I think it, the end result will be worth it. The end result will be a 430 square foot one bedroom home with charming front porch facing the north, perched off the alley of the 500 block of Bruce Avenue. It's, uh, it's among the first of what many foresee as a growing trend since City Council made moves starting in November 2018 to allow homeowners to add secondary suites and then third residence, and then a third residence onto their property as a right. The intent was to address the local affordable housing shortage by encouraging homeowners to add residences ca- uh, called additional dwelling units to their properties. I'm going to keep going. You're going to read this whole <clears throat> article? Yep. Uh, most of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's okay. important. It's important. Okay, sure. I'll get to why. Uh, up until late 2018, creating one of these secondary suites required zoning changes to permit even a basement apartment. It was so expensive, time-consuming, and likely to face opposition from neighbors that few people bothered. Most of the basement apartments that existed were illegal, with small windows, low ceiling heights, and inadequate entrances that would not comply with building code. In 2019, the first-year secondary suites were the, fir- the first-year secondary suites were allowed. There were 14 alternative dwelling units (ADUs) constructed all of them within the existing building, basement, or attic apartments. But this year is a different story, said Joe Baker, the city's deputy chief, uh, building official. So far in 2020, there's been 34 of these things. And that doubled, uh, has doubled already in half a year. Am I allowed to talk yet? No. Okay. So, Sipcar's strategy is to live in her existing house and rent out the new ADU. (laughs) 
quote, quote, the plan is to find a good, reliable tenant. She said, explaining, explaining it will provide her with an income stream and increased value for her home. Earlier this week, City Council's Development and Heritage Standing Committee recommended approval of her application for the city's downtown community improvement plan. We've talked about those. Mm-hmm. In which, uh, which, in its first few years of existence, focused mostly on providing incentives for big downtown residential projects, some with as many as 120 units. But it, will also, it also works for people like Sipcar, who want to add a single unit. The incentive oh, she God. applied for is the Building Property Improvement Tax Increment Grant Program, which provides rebates on the municipal tax increase a property incurs when it's improved. In Sipcar's case, her estimated $115,000 tiny, ho- tiny house investment will increase the assessed property of her assessed value of her property from $77,000 to $122,000, and her increased municipal taxes from $1,249 to $1,979 per year. If approved by council, the city will grant her back $730 of that tax increase for five years for a total benefit of $3,650. Quote, I think a little for a little project like this is not a massive amount, but it definitely helps, Sipcar said. It encourages projects like this to happen. So then she mentions that this is a phenomenon in Toronto in recent years. Um, and then she says the term for it she's heard recently is gentlefication. Oh my God, I'm going to fucking barf. <sighs> Quote, it's really about adding gentle density uh, to in existing neighborhoods. These ADUs also help property owners financially by giving them a hand with their mortgages and building the equity of their properties. She also thinks adding the cottage will improve the neighborhood and provide an extra set of eyes on the alley. Quote, I think that it's a really distinctive physical presence in the neighborhood and will help change the character in a positive way. Can I talk now? Yes, I have so much article. to say. I have so much to say. Go. Okay, for one... If you're trying to tell me that that fucking thing raised your property value by what was it like fucking 50, forty 000. grand fifty, yeah. you're trying to tell me that you're doing that for a homeless person? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh motherfuck! Okay, so what? Poor people don't deserve actual housing. They have to live in a fucking cute little shed in your backyard. They have to be your fucking hostage in your backyard. What are you gonna do <laughs> when they need when they want to have people over? What are you going to do when they want to do some fucking drugs in your backyard? You're going to kick them out. That is not for homeless people. That yeah, is for that's, fucking that's middle class people <sighs> to raise their fucking property values. Oh, I'm ticked off today. Yeah, that's when she says the plan is to find good, a good, reliable good, tenant. reliable. What does that mean? What does that mean? What, what is she dog whistling there? Not not sex workers, not, not drug addicts. Not sex workers, not drug addicts, not people like living who need out housing. who need who who have <laughs> mental health issues. What is she gonna like dig through the homeless people and find one that has the least trauma so that they're less of a disturbance in their backyard. Who's going to end up living in this shed? What's going to end up living in that shed is people like me that have an apartment right now. They can't afford it anymore because we're about to face a fucking homeless crisis. So now what's going to happen is that people who are living on the brink of homelessness right now are not going to be able to afford apartments anymore. And they're going to end up living in a fucking shed like bubbles in somebody's backyard collecting cats. Yeah. I'm mad. So you said a lot of what I wanted to say, so that's good. I'm, I'm ticked off. I'm ticked right off now. So uh, a friend of ours on Facebook said, oh, this isn't this a great idea? No. No, no, they weren't being serious. They were oh, being okay. sarcastic. Okay. They're saying, 
oh, isn't this a great idea? So we're just going to turn all these middle class liberals into landlords, right? Of like sheds. Oh my! There's, fuck. there's. How are we going to solve the housing crisis? Oh, we're going to turn everyone who has a home into a landlord. Yeah, exactly. So that they. Do can you know fucking... what else that fucking resembles? Oh. Fucking feudalism, oh. a little bit like feudalism, or a little bit like. Uh, I mean, I don't want to use the word slavery, but you know who else but, often had to live in sheds in but, in, in homeowners' backyards. Like some like poor person. Insane. Okay, you put some poor person with a drug habit and like mental health issues, and maybe they're working as a sex worker, and they're you know vulnerable in multiple ways, and then they're living in some fucking squares backyard. Who thinks that like swearing is bad and like? <laughs> Which I don't know if that's what Sarah thinks. Well, I'm not talking but... about her individually because on an individual level, a person can do that and they can think that it's a good thing. So we'll a while get, we'll back, we'll get back to Sarah's individual part. Yeah, of this I don't know minute. anything about Sarah, so somebody can go into this well intentioned because white people are very good at doing things with well intentions and just in the end causing harm without ever realizing it. Mm-hmm. It's like our fucking specialty. Yeah. Um. So a while back, I watched um, a TED talk about um, a man who was like a wealthy fucking um, um, what's it called um, in Seattle. He was a fucking architect in Seattle, and and he was in a part of Seattle where there was a lot of homelessness, and he got to know some of the homeless folks in Seattle, and he genuinely seemed to really care about them. They, he ended up using his um, architecture office as like a drop-in site for them to come pick things up mm-hmm. and he would kind of like document them and like take pictures with their like um with their um um permission and um just kind of show like that with him um being there that it allowed like a lot of the homeless folks to like meet other people from the community um people like opened up to talking to them and stuff, which is fucked because that shouldn't happen. Yeah. He shouldn't need like that fucking whatever. But, um, so they ended up meeting a lot of people and he kind of documented like their journeys and stuff. Uh And then he ended up building one of these tiny homes in his backyard. And then he started an initiative where he got one person on every block to, to add a tiny home to their backyard. And he seemed very well-intentioned, very well-intentioned, and in some ways, if somebody is sleeping on a bench in the park and that's their only option, okay, maybe that is. It's an improvement. It's an improvement, but it's, but not, it's a not a fucking solution. It's that like is a, it's not like a, a shelter solution. is an improvement, too. It's like, we okay, okay, doing that means that you don't believe that the ultimate thing that homeless people deserve is a fucking house. Or just even an apartment, an actual yeah, apartment. actual housing. Like, like... A shed in some like I mean they can talk they can call it a, a cottage it's all a they want shed. but it's four hundred and what is it four hundred and something square feet that's like the size of this fucking living room right literally that's the size of this living room we're sitting in and like you there's a difference between living in a tiny house because like it's something you want to do and there's a difference between like Which is what middle class people love to do and that was my other I know. thing oh, my it's going to be people like like you or me that are on the verge of homelessness right but it's also going to be people who just want to go live in a small house like that right. It's going to be a lot of other middle class people who want to slum it. And, like, the fucked up thing is that, like, middle class people will be like, oh, my God, like, I'm so altruistic. I live in a tiny house. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's different when you do it because you want to and when that's your only fucking option. Well, on, There's and a on, big difference. On Curry Avenue, right down the street from me here, there's a there's those new, mm-hmm. the, the fucking uh, yeah. shipping container homes. I know. I wanted to know what that was about. I keep seeing them. <sighs> they're, I, yeah, I don't know exactly what they're about, but they're, like, there's four of them there. Yeah. And, like... It's the same kind of deal. It's yeah. like 
it's like oh these are better for the earth than like whatever and they're and they're going to be cheaper but they're actually yeah, they'll, not cheaper they'll be at cheaper all. for the landlord to pay for but they're going to charge up the fucking wazoo because some fucking hipster will be like oh my god look I guys live i live in a i live in a fucking shipping container i'm such a punk rock person yeah yeah. Fuck you and your tiny house. Uh, it's they're not practical solutions to anything. No. So the fact that this is being pitched as a solution to the housing issue. Oh, it's not a fucking solution. It's fucking insane. Just here. Give the them spot. housing. Oh my god. Sorry. That's a lot of. Peaks. That was loud. I yelled that really loud. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but seriously though, give them housing. Yeah. Give them. Give them actual. Give them. Give them housing. High quality housing. And if you're worried about who, how they're going to pay the rent though, because all these private landlords public and community owned housing take it back from these fucking landlords and do not let these working middle class people like sarah sipcar start becoming fucking landlords and surf lords over these little fucking things in their backyards don't allow that shit to happen build actual fucking housing dignified housing people want to live in and not just like oh it's a nice little it's i'm sure it'll be really nice i'm sure it'll be super cute but that's not but you know what that's no one's solution to homelessness you won't know it won't be super cute is when a homeless person with schizophrenia and a drug habit that um um uh makes a living with sex work um gets kicked out because they're not um good and reliable yeah because good and reliable there she's not talking about so that's what, it. what that's does just, that even that's mean? That's a dog whistle. It's code why for you fucking... Say, why do you even need to say that? Yeah, why do thing? you need to say that? So because of... they, she wants to let her neighbors know that there's not going to be drug addicts living in her yeah. backyard. Because at the end well, of the day, it's still a fucking middle-class neighborhood. Yes, and and, and it and if poor people, actual poor people lived there... Uh, middle class people it would love bring to, down it would bring down property exactly. values exactly middle is not class people want. love to talk about how they want to help the homeless people or they want to help poor people until they see what what being poor for fucking 40 years actually does to you what four years 40 years of trauma actually does to a person when they see that in real life and they see what it actually looks like and the issues that it comes with and all of a sudden it's too much work for them and they fucking back right off of it yeah there's no poor boomers you want to know why they're yeah, all dead they're fucking dead <laughs> Why am I so mad today? I'm really mad. Yeah, you're mad. It's great. I love I it. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with there. me. Let's keep it feisty. there. So, so the, feisty. There's a few things that are, for as me as like a media wonk, this yeah. is this is where, where so yeah, there's a few it. things about this article. First of all, this was clearly, so Sarah Sipcar, if you're unaware of Sarah Sipcar, she has recently started a company called Sipcar Developments, mm-hmm. which is her small business. Right. And I don't know the details. I want to make this very clear. This is all speculation. It could be totally wrong. Yeah. I'm I'm even willing to believe that for a minute. Because you and know if you I, tell us it's wrong and you give us proof, then we'll talk of it another time. Sure. We will yeah, please tell us tell us what we're getting wrong and we will yeah. correct we will correct the record. Only about this. Don't ever tell me I'm wrong about anything else because 'cause I'll fucking kill you. I mean Whoa. Not kill you. I won't kill Whoa. you. Well so Sarah. Sarah I ever like it's, this is the thing. I've met Sarah a couple times. We've said 14 words to each other. Her name sounds really familiar. She's she's super nice. And, like, everything I hear about her from other people is that she's a really sweet person and very smart and very ambitious and cool, 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 awesome, great. She's also a card-carrying liberal. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, And when I say card-carrying liberal, I mean, like, she's an actual member of the Liberal Party, attends riding association meetings, et cetera, et cetera. She's not just... Someone who she is liberal. She actually holds the card. She's not just someone who's liberal ideologically. Yeah. She has like a membership in the party. Um, this article, it's funny because there's a couple points in the article where the font changes, like the style what? of really? the font changes. Yes. And there's only one reason that happens. Yeah. If for anyone who's tried to do this on an essay, and mm-hmm. doesn't know how to use Word. 
mm-hmm. uh, it's because you've copied and pasted from somewhere else. Oh, okay. So, and I don't know, maybe that's wrong. Maybe Brian Cross, that, again, if Brian hears this, please, you can correct the record. Is that the, um, so, the writer there? Yeah. So, Sarah has released a press release through Sipcar Developments, likely, about her tiny home and what it's going to do for the neighborhood, right? And the parts that the font is different are clearly just lifted straight from the press release, which happens a lot. Right. Normally, though, they are better at correcting the font so you don't notice it. (laughs) Normally. Right. In this case, Brian or Brian's editor or both got a little lazy with the uh, merge formatting Mm -hmm. function on Word. And uh, so you can tell. So there's this, the, the, the paragraph that says, up until late 2018, creating one of these secondary suites required zoning changes to permit even a basement apartment. It was so expensive, time-consuming, and likely to face opposition from neighbors that few people bothered. Right. That's not language that, that reporters normally use. Right, it's true. That's language that's lifted from a press release. Yeah. That's copied and pasted from a press release, and it's a different font than the rest of the article. That whole that's <laughs> kind of hilarious, actually. <laughs> so... I'm pretty confident in saying that that's that's what happened there. Yeah. And so this brings me to the other thing about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It is not down. a coincidence. The Windsor Star is not just like, oh, what's happening over here in this alley on Bruce Avenue? Mm-hmm. Let's go check it out. And maybe there's a story. Right. No, Sipcar, and Sipcar through Sipcar Developments right. has said, I have this great new initiative. Mm-hmm. I've worked with the city. I have got through all the red tape. And now I'm doing this thing that I think is going to solve the housing crisis. Huh. And then, of course, then it becomes a story. Right. Right? And who is Sarah Sipcar? Well, she's a school board trustee. Right. She's high up in the local Liberal Party. She's likely going to run for office in she's 2022. White. She's white, yeah. She's likely going to run for, for a council seat at some point, if not in right. 2022. Yeah. Um, this is all a fucking thing. This is all just a public relations thing for yeah. Sipcar Developments. Of course. And the fact that Brian Cross and or the Windsor Star yeah. does not question this shit well which is, is their windsor job star really known for their integrity in journalism i can't even but you can't get mad at windsor star because this is just the media all over i know right it's the windsor star is but one example of yeah. every single example yeah. right but there's no criticism whatsoever no, ever, never there never is because fucking oh my god there's no I like oh can't. a sip car development says this is going to be a, a way to solve the housing crisis now why am i why now let's Sarah talk Sipcar to somebody else. Right. right, it's clearly in, in very that. biased. It's clearly very biased, and they just never question that. And the fact that they let a they let her use the term gentrification and then put it in the headline. It's actually like disgustingly repulsive. Gentrification is a fucking violence to poor people all over the fucking world. It literally kills people, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to fucking Mickey Mouse that shit. Disneyfy the fucking this fucking traumatic violent thing that happens to people that happens to real people in our community it's happening all over Windsor right now it's going to cause people to be homeless like it's a real fucking issue and they just fucking Disneyfy that word and make it yeah. sound like it's fucking cute and nice and it's not and fuck everyone people argue liberals specifically but a lot of people argue that gentrification is not necessarily a bad thing. They oh, couch it them. as though it is a neutral term. It's not neutral. It's it is violence. not a neutral term. That the actual, just the straight dictionary definition, which normally, I mean, that's this is like 10% of the actual definition, but it's right. instructive sometimes. Yeah. So the, the dictionary definition of gentrification is, uh, this is from Oxford. Yeah. You know, well-known publication. Uh, the, the process of renovating and improving a house or district 
so that it conforms to middle class taste. The secondary definition (laughs) definition is the process of making a person or activity more refined or polite. Oh, okay. Now, now here's the thing. Maybe I need to be gentrified. (laughs) You too. (laughs) A gentrified pan Spanish coming soon for doing construction. (laughs) Giving 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 her a facelift, making her more middle class friendly, more palatable. More palatable to the liberal middle class. Oh, my God. They don't like me right now. They will when they're done with me. <laughs> oh, will they ever? They're going to take that broken down old unit <laughs> and make it into something special. Oh, God. So, this is the thing. This term, middle class. I would love to do a bonus episode where I get somebody on who knows a bit more than me about this and talk yeah. about the term middle class. Mm-hmm. Because it is a loaded motherfucking term. Yeah. You'll hear liberals, then now I'm talking big L liberals. My beer is done. Well, could you wait till I finish my thought? Okay. Okay. So, Justin Trudeau and liberals in general. Oh, this cocksucker. They, they love to use the term middle class. Well, we're going to do all this for the middle class. This is going to be for the middle class, middle class Canadians, middle class Canadians. That, Matt, now replace middle class with white and say the same sentences and tell me, is it Okay. Why is it okay that you can just hail to this class of people who are, by definition, privileged? N- let's say <laughs> at the expense that they, let's, of fucking poor people. Let's say that they change that and say upper class. Yeah, and then there'd be fucking riots. The middle and, class would fucking cry so hard. Yeah, the petty bourgeois would yeah. be out in the streets like the French Revolution all over right. again. No, they wouldn't. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me the middle class knows how to do? No, they. Well, that is what that's what the French Revolution was. It was the bourgeoisie that cut off the king's heads. It wasn't the fucking working class. Right. Um, But this, like, changing things so that it conforms to middle class taste, that is not neutral. That is a classist and therefore racist thing. Very much so. You cannot divorce the word gentrification from that. So if you're changing the word to gentlification, what you're basically saying is, it's not murder, it's murder soft. Yeah. And fuck that. It's, like, fucking disgusting. Who lives, who is, like, most likely to live in poverty in Canada? Black, indigenous, other people of color. Mm -hmm. You're, you're... By saying that you're conforming to middle class standards by making something good for middle class, you're absolutely saying you're absolutely excluding the lowest of the income of people, which is most likely to be people of color, and you're fucking racist. Yes. When you when you use the term middle class as a positive signifier, yeah. it is white supremacist. And it's one of those sneaky white supremacist Super, things that yeah. you don't really think about because yeah. it's used so often when it's it's presented as a neutral thing. Right. And so, like, people... I mean, shit. I posted a fucking TikTok about this today. Yeah. And I, I go... I don't have... I'm not... I don't exactly have clout on that particular social media platform yet. You have, like, three followers. I follow you. I got nine followers. So oh don't be God. fucking shortchanging oh, me here, all right? And this one guy commented on the gentrification thing saying, hmm. hey, th- I, this process happens in L.A., in Los Angeles, and it's not always a bad thing. Oh, what a twat. Even though, like, I'm literally saying in the thing why it's why it is always a bad thing. Yeah, is, what a fucking twat. It is a term that is meant to describe... I bet he's describe, white and middle class. He was. Of well, he, he I don't know if he's middle class. I bet he knows, is. But he's white. I bet he is. I checked I the profile. But of course, you always going to lurk the losers. He was also old. Yeah, of and There's not many old is. people on TikTok, but... Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just this whole thing. And I know that there is a definition of gentrification that is actually good. If you look up, for instance, the Urban Dictionary definition of gentrification, mm-hmm. it does sort of so- describe the opposite of gentrification. It's like community improvement 
uh, that okay. isn't that isn't meant to displace the people who are already there. But right. that's that isn't what's done happening by here. the community, and it's like not some outside fucking like company that's gonna no no. Well, like and like like an with all due of- respect to Sarah. She now is a business owner, which right. is how she's exactly. using. This is how she's furthering her political exactly. career. Exactly. This is not. This is for her. This is for her. Yeah, I mean, she says as much. She yeah. Hide it. Like, yeah. Well, like, how do we? How can we both uh, further middle middle class supremacy and uh, and also help the poor?s We can make. We can become surf lords of our own backyard shacks. Uh, everybody should do it. That'll solve the problem. That's exactly what we need in this world is more fucking landlords. Like, and they talk about how it increases density, which is a thing that is needed, I guess. But the problem is that you increase density by doing these things that just further entrench the property class, the property-owning class. Mm-hmm. You are just furthering the marginalization of poor mm-hmm. people. I don't care what the fuck you call it. Gentrification, yeah, you can call you can it whatever call you it, want, but you can at call the it end of the day, you're time. indebting poor people to middle-class people. Yeah it's very conspiratorial almost how liberals yeah. do this this is such a well-worn plan yeah it really uh, is. and people don't see it as that they see oh sarah's a nice person and she's doing right. a nice thing for people right okay but when you join that when you combine that with the other things that are happening in the city the other instances of gentrification so like what area did she put this she's in like what's what people call it midtown it's not fucking mid they're just trying to be like detroit but it's like the area between here and downtown it's like uh Bruce, right so Bruce. downtown so downtown right yeah, yeah. okay so what else is happening downtown right now is that these same homeowners that they're talking about now that they're like oh they can put up these little tiny houses they're the same ones complaining to the city about the fact that the salvation army shelter mm-hmm. is there and the mission is there because mm-hmm. they don't want these shelters in downtown because they're dropping the property value because like these gross homeless people like ugh, poor people are around my house they're gonna drop the drop the property values of my home so what does the city do they fucking go to put through a bylaw that's gonna regulate where group homes and where shelters go in the city to keep them away from populated areas. The article about this is, like, fucking disgusting. Drew Dokins is saying, oh, well, somebody asked about, you know, why do you have shelters in the in the the populated areas of the city? And Drew Dokins is like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, that is a bad idea. So now they're putting through this bylaw that's going to regulate where shelters and group homes go. Yeah. Okay. So at the same, so the whole reason that they're doing that is because we're on the brink of a home, a homeless crisis. We're already yeah, yeah. in one, but it's about to go fucking wild. Yeah. When everybody's getting evicted mm-hmm. from this COVID. Yep. Stuff. Going Which on. both of us are at risk of because oh, we have we yeah. are not up to date on our rent. No, I'm two and a half months behind. So. Yep. I don't know. I might be living in Sarah Sipkar's fucking tiny house. <laughs> Sarah Sipkar. So sorry I was mean to you on this podcast. Let me move. We're not in. mean to her. I want to be clear. I'm not being mean I don't to Sarah. Know Sarah. I don't like know I her said, enough, and she's she could pleasant. Be she's a pleasant person. She could be well intentioned, but she could also be ignorant to the the damage that this causes. She's also a liberal, so I don't think we can give her that benefit of the doubt. Okay, fair. She's smart. She's right. she is ambitious, and right. she has political goals. Right. But when you combine these cute little tiny houses that on their own can seem, you know, innocent and well-intentioned, but you combine it with what the, uh, the city is doing at the same time. Yeah. So the fact that they're saying like, okay, we're going to have a homeless crisis. Um, so we're going to build tiny houses where we can have 
good, reliable tenants live. Yeah. And the ones that can't live in those tiny houses, well, we don't want them downtown where we're trying to gentrify this neighborhood. So we're going to make sure that we tuck them away in a fucking shelter that's far out of downtown, away from Which means no one will go to it. Like, they wouldn't go to it. So where will they be living? They'll be living on the sidewalk, in Harm, in the park. Like, we definitely talked about this on episode. We might five, have talked about it, but I'm I remember, talking about I remember, it again. I remember the Drew Dilkins. Quotes. I'm talking about it again. And I then on the top of it all, the city is fucking paying a hundred thousand dollars for a consultant to push that bylaw through. Yeah, hundred fucking thousand dollars. What could they do? Or lobbyist. A consultant <laughs> is what they say in their fucking little yeah. fucking. Sounds more like a lobbyist. Council to notes. A hundred thousand dollars. What could the city do with hundred thousand dollars? They're pissing away money just in order. To fucking push poor people out of the way. Yeah, and I mean, like, make no mistake about it, but what Sarah's taking advantage of, and Sarah taking advantage of it for a meager $3,000 over five years is not something I'm going to, like, cry fucking ridiculousness about because... You know, whatever. That's that is actually like a tiny amount of money, and it's not. It's right. not like Sarah. I don't believe that Sarah is rich, <laughs> so like, whatever. That's fine. But that is a smaller version of those community improvement programs we were talking about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. where we are we just hollow out our tax base mm-hmm. at the same time that the city turns around and cries poor for every fucking thing that right. this community needs. They're just handing money in the form of tax breaks mm-hmm. uh, to. To the wealthy, to developers. And, like, Sarah's not necessarily the wealthy, but she's part of the propertied class. She's wealthy. Which is not a bad thing. She's wealthy compared to a fucking poor person living in a tent right now. She has property. She owns property. Yeah. There's not many there's not many people anymore that own property and like working people should be able to own property. Right. So I'm not like I'm not mad at her for owning property. Everybody should be able to own property. Well, I don't think pr- private property should exist well, yeah. personally, but that's I understand that but I am everybody a fucking radical. Should, but everybody should have access to their own home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they should have their own personal property. That is the right. thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. But when you build a fucking tiny home that you intend to rent out, Ugh. you are now part of a landlord class. Mm-hmm. Your relationship to private property has changed. Right. In a fundamental way. I don't yeah. care if you're not rich. You've entered into just like when business owners, even right. even working class business owners, right. they are entering into a different relationship with the means of production. Exactly. That is when they switch yeah. into something else. Her, she will take <laughs> income from somebody else's right to have a fucking yes. roof over their head. She is literally And if the and if the circumstances of that are not in her favor, then she will absolutely like every landlord will kick somebody out to be homeless. Yeah. And if she doesn't, she'd be one of the very few who won't. Right. And and that's the thing. Let's say she isn't like that, somebody else that she's encouraging to do this yeah. will. And once those tiny homes are up and the tiny homes don't work for actual traumatized poor people, then the city will use that as an excuse to say, well, we don't need shelters because there's tiny homes. It's not yeah. our fault that they can't live in Look the Look at tiny all these homes. options we give these people. Give they don't the, take they it. They already say that bullshit. Yeah, they, they do. They already say that bullshit when the options are going to live in a fucking bug-infested, fucking nasty-ass rundown hotel. When the vacancy rate in the city was 12 and 13% and it was keeping rents low, mm-hmm. like even just a few years ago, there was still a massive homelessness, yeah. homelessness issue in this city. Yeah. Still many, many people experiencing homelessness in right. the city. There is... there. It, it doesn't matter what barrier you put in place. Yeah. If, if it's a barrier at all, yeah. there are people, people who can't overcome those barriers. And people think like, oh, well, if they're getting, you know, an income, if they're getting Ontario Works. But there is, there are more barriers than, than money. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all caused by money, but there's also mental health. 
Yeah. There's addiction and like the stigma that comes from that because at the end of the day, it's not the addiction that causes the issue. It's the stigma that comes from being um, a drug user. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, any sort of fucking like alternative lifestyle that causes barriers right. to to being housed. And getting and getting people like Sarah into the landlord market. So like there's there's a, uh, a concept. I believe it was C.L.R. James, who was like a really incredible sociologist in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, he he talks about how one of the things that the left, I don't know if he terms it the left or not, I think he does, mm-hmm. that the left does wrong mm-hmm. when we're talking about these issues is we see class as a mode of income. Like right. we, we refer to class as, well, how much money do you make? Right. But what he says what we should be doing instead is not how much income, but mm-hmm. our relationship to the means of production. Right. And how that... Um, so, like, an athlete who makes millions of dollars a year right. is still a working person right. because their relationship to the means of production mm-hmm. is that they do not own the means of production. They are, right. they, are, they are deriving a portion of their value from what they're from whoever owns the thing that they're doing. And I know that athletes are a complicated issue, but I'm just using it as an example. Well, so, what about a doctor that makes fucking... Well, I don't know how much a doctor makes. Well, the doctors don't have the same relationship to the means of production that we do because... Medic- medical care is public in this country. Okay. And so they're not deriving a wage. They're deriving a, a government salary that they can largely determine. And most doctors have a private practice or at least have the access to a private practice, which makes right, them a business true. owner. Yeah, that's true. Okay. They're part of the professional class. That's so a different thing. So who else thing. makes a lot of money? So lawyers, what about a lawyer? Yeah. They're also part of the professional class. That's a different thing. Yeah. But, but a factory worker, even a well-paid one, is still yeah. a worker. Right? Oh, fucking hell yeah, they are. And so... Like so, Sarah may not be rich, but she is a very well connected. She has access to wealth. She has a lot of different kinds of capital that may not yeah. be money. I don't want to speak about her personal finances, but she's a high up at the Liberal Party kind of person. Mm-hmm. So, who has a lot of political and cultural capital, mm-hmm. uh, and you know her. And now she, with now being a business owner and mm-hmm. using her business to do things like this mm-hmm. to lobby for things that she's definitely going to run on for right. council. Uh, and it's it, changes her way, relationship to the means of production. And in a way, it's like almost like more manipulative because people will be like, oh, well, I have this like this position now. So, I mean, I could just be using it for like bad, but no, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to, you know, help poor people. Mm-hmm. And it's like so fucking manipulative because then when you criticize it, you look like an asshole. Yeah. You look like a fucking asshole if you're like, oh, well, this is like a shit thing that you're doing because then they can just be like, oh, well, I'm. Doing a good thing. I'm just thing. trying to help. What are you doing? Yeah. That's usually the. Oh, kind I love that. Go-to. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Well, well like, I'm too sorry, fucking have, poor to do anything. I have two dollars in my bank account. I guess. What well, do you I'm, think I'm, I'm doing? I'm the one who's gonna have to live in your fucking shitty shack. Right. So like, <laughs> fuck. Anyway, you want to yell about anti-maskers? Anti-maskers. Okay. So yeah. So here's the thing. I've been gone for a week. Yeah, I know. You've missed and, us. And I, I've and been I've, like largely. I was largely trying to like leave you alone because like for those of you that don't know, as soon as I get like annoyed or upset about something i like instantly message travis and then if he doesn't reply to me i call him well we talked for like three hours one day when i was gone yeah but then after that i was like okay (laughs) he's got shit going on with his family up there i'm gonna like let him be i'm not gonna like drive him nuts with the woes of windsor i thought like i'm gonna let him escape i did see i I figured that you were probably largely ignoring it i yeah i just i don't know the details because i haven't really looked into them so you yell for a while okay so i just want to start by saying that if you're a fucking anti-masker Fucking. I didn't understand that. Who's Siri is confused right now? Shut the right fuck now. up, Google. Oh, it's Google. Oh, I knew Siri would never listen to me like that. Oh, it's actually Bixby. Oh, I hey, don't know Bixby. what that is. 
She's interrupting my rant, and I'm very upset about it. Let me just turn this off. I oh, it was changed, already off. I changed my Siri to a man, just so that I can have a man talking to me sometimes. So, okay, so um, if... Uh, order around a man. Yeah. <laughs> anti-maskers. I'm anti-maskers. Sorry. If you're a fucking anti-masker fucking piece of shit... That's out there talking about how you shouldn't wear masks because it's all right to not wear masks. You're a fucking cunt. And, like, don't come at me. (laughs) Don't come at me with your liberal bullshit. Like, oh, you shouldn't say cunt. That's some gendered bullshit. I am a cunt. I have one, so I'm allowed to say it. If you're an anti-masker, you're a fucking cunt. Can I say it? Yeah. No. It's a great word. You're a cunt, too. Go for it. Listen, if I was in Australia or England, I could say it. Do you want to say it? It's a whole different thing Go for it. Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I want to let you know that I sometimes say it. I believe you sometimes say it. It's okay. I say it, I usually say it for special occasions. So I don't describe it's women. Really cathartic. I try not to describe. I women can with describe that word. women. I don't describe women with that word. I try. I to, can I describe women. If I did, if I ex- exclusively describe men with that word, then I feel like I'm using it properly. Right now, I'm using it as a gender <laughs> gender neutral term. If you're a yes. man, if you're a woman, I don't care if you're non-binary. I don't care if you're trans. You're a fucking cunt if you are an anti-masker. Now here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. So there's these, there's this bullshit fucking group on fucking Facebook right now, questioning COVID in Windsor. Go, go fuck yourselves. Go you're a bunch them. of cunts. Go you're a bunch them. of cunts. Spam the shit out of them if you're listening to this. Go to their thing. I've been literally spam the shit just out of internet them. bullying so hard for the last two days. Yeah, go bully some fucking anti maskers You gotta bully them or they're gonna think it's okay to be cunts. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. So these fucking losers. Here's what makes me real mad. Okay, so there's this woman that started this group. You know, I've seen this woman posting some bullshit online que- for a couple queen years. Queen of the... Um, she is the queen. I'm going to say her name because she is putting her name out there. So her name's Curry Sulier. I almost don't want to say her name because this woman is obviously trying to build a fucking career of bullshit. Like, she wants us to be saying her name right now. She mm-hmm. is a fucking twat. She was on AM 800 but Dan McDonald's Oh, I know. I listened. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Is she <laughs> I haven't stupid? heard it yet, but I heard that Dan did well. He, he oh, actually... my God. I was so proud of him. <laughs> he did real well. Yeah. He did real well. Dan so. doesn't suffer a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I will say that about him. Yeah. It was hilarious. Okay, so this woman, she starts all this bullshit. Makes Talking about Oh, you can't wear the masks. You can't wear the masks. On, you can't wear them on your face. They're gonna kill you. She's talking about, like, COVID isn't... Oh, the, the death rate of COVID. It's so low, it doesn't even matter. We Fucking should, hell. We should just be able to wear, like, nothing on our faces. Like, they're infringing on my rights. Like, fuck you. Fuck you, Curry. Okay, so this fucking twat makes her fucking... I can say it. I'll say it all day I, long. I'm, that's an even better word, so I'm fine. She makes her fucking little group, right? Uh-huh. And it's this... It's literally a group, like, I wished so bad that I was a hacker, so I could name it, like, a list of the stupidest fucking twats in Windsor. Because that's what it is. Everybody on that group is a stupid fucking twat, unless you're there to troll, then I love you. Okay, so... So they're doing all this stupid bullshit. They're spreading all their stupid fucking Alex Jones, the frogs are turning gay conspiracy theories... <laughs> I'm I'm spiced the up about this. Frogs are gay. It's fine. What's wrong with gay frogs? Nothing. What's the issue here? Okay, Lo- so love me a gay frog. I like some gay frogs. Yeah. So so you know they're doing all their bullshit. So now they're like, well, we haven't doing been doing quite enough bullshit. How about we arrange a giant fucking group of people to go to the mall on Saturday, and we're just gonna refuse to wear masks because we're just spreading the truth. Breaking we're, the law, by the way. We're exposing the government for all their lies, and we're gonna go to the mall and we're gonna harass these minimum wage workers and like, give them COVID nineteen. These fucking workers. 
one of which we talk to, mm-hmm. and many of which we know. Like yeah, they're calling in fucking sick. workers. So everybody I know that works at the mall, um, I messaged them and let them know. Um, and they were like, yeah, like, I'm gonna call in sick. So now these fucking twats are making minimum wage workers lose their fucking income. They're gonna yeah. lose a day of income and possibly jeopardize their jobs because they're afraid to go to work because there's a giant fucking group of fucking twat cunts going <laughs> to the mall without their masks on just to prove a motherfucking point. And I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed and, about it. And, and importantly, they're going to deliberately risk people's lives. Yeah. Deliberately. Deliberately. Name me another circumstance in society where that fucking happens. Right. Where it's okay. Okay. Actually, anything under capitalism. But But listen, I'm not done. (laughs) I'm not done my rant. Okay. So now, this, now, okay. So you guys don't know, but Travis and I have had a talk about how the right enacts these like disgusting policies and like these fucking bullshit narratives about things to like justify their awful things that they do. And then. In order for the left to defend it, in order for the left to, like, um, explain why it's such a dangerous thing, we end up having to, uh, like, we end up having to uh, expose our traumas in order to do it. Mm. And it's fucking bullshit, and I hate it so much. So now this fucking twat cunt is sitting there saying... What's her name again? Curry Sulier. Curry Sulier. Sulier? Sulier? I don't know. Well, she's probably from Windsor. It's a Sulier. Sulier, yeah. So now she's going, and other people in the group, too, are going with this narrative that, well, uh, just for anybody, I'm going to talk about, like, sexual assault, assault stuff. So. Yeah. Trigger warning if yeah, you're... Yeah, trigger uh, warning. This would be the moment to uh, skip switch. ahead a little bit. If, or Or just prepare yourself. Yeah, just... Whatever you need to do. No. Yeah. Nothing in detail, but... Just still. Yeah, still. Yeah. Just, I don't want to shock you. Yeah, yeah. So um, what they're saying is... Well, um, what about people who have been sexually assaulted? What about people who have been sexually assaulted? What the fuck assaulted? about them? Please explain that to me. You I did will. it on the phone and I, I get will. it, but like, explain it to me again. I will explain it. So they're saying, what about people that have been sexually assaulted and they're traumatized by having something over their mouth? Right? Okay, valid. fair enough. Valid point. Valid point. But then the whole point about in order for the left to like counteract these these narratives we then have to expose our trauma in the process yeah because if because I, they use it as legitimacy yeah well be, you can't question it because you it's can't my question trauma. it because then you just don't care about sexual trauma victims yeah. well i am a sexual trauma victim i have ptsd so now i'm having to go announce my personal trauma to these fucking twat cunts about why their narrative is bullshit and inexcusable and dangerous because you know what some people have been traumatized and it it can be traumatic for them to wear something over their face that is valid people with anxiety which i also have now i'm listing my mental illnesses um we're on the left yeah you don't have to list them everybody knows what we have already they have the same thing right but it's (laughs) bullshit that i have to like announce that to people Mm -hmm. so they're you they're like weaponizing people's trauma to push their narrative they're saying well what about women that have sexual assault histories and it's traumatizing for them and i'm like fuck you i've been sexually assaulted i have generalized anxiety and i have ptsd and you know what i fucking wear a mask and if i couldn't wear a mask that is not the old lady trying to grocery shop it is not her fault i'm not gonna be like well fuck you old lady i have ptsd i'm not wearing a mask so fucking here's my covid here you go die because i don't want to wear it it's fucking bullshit so this fucking woman is weaponizing women's trauma to use for her own shitty narrative so then Okay, so then somebody posted her address online. Mm-hmm. 
they posted her address online. The reason they posted her address online is because she stole a picture of theirs, a copyrighted picture, and put it on this bullshit Facebook group. And this photographer said, take down my, take down my picture, take down my picture, like 400 times. And she was ignoring his request. Mm -hmm. So he finally posted a picture of her address and it said, expect an invoice for using my picture to this Mm -hmm. address. Um, So now she's on the radio show this morning crying about being docked about her address being exposed well you want to know why her address is exposed because she's already got it publicly listed online because she is the owner or fucking president or whatever she started a company or a non-profit i don't know which one it is but it's called um it's called um mother's aid society of canada which i thought was hilarious because it's m-a-s-c mask <laughs> different letter but <laughs> i just thought it was really funny <laughs> anyways mother's aid society of canada all right uh-huh. um so she has her name publicly listed or her name and her address publicly listed on that so she doxed herself she doxed herself doxing doxing requires kind. that you actually do some digging and then you right. expose the thing that's trying to be hidden so now she's Not like that is oh my god my address is being exposed like bitch you fucking exposed it shut the fuck up okay so then i looked into this bullshit mother's aid society of canada Oh my god. Like, I want to punch this bitch right in the teeth. <laughs> I'm going to punch her in the teeth. I want to do it. You might have to cut you that You might out. have to on Saturday. Who knows? I would love to. Hey, I want, would love hey, to. wanting to do it and doing it. You're not encouraging anyone else Don't to do, do it. Don't do it. Listen, here's the thing. I'm just saying, I'm going to dream it. about it tonight. We are not encouraging violence I will, against this I will tell you I'm, what I'm encouraging. I'm actually very clear about that. We are not encouraging violence. I'm not violence encouraging violence. Person. I am encouraging something, but I'll clear that up after. Yeah, no violence. No. We are not encouraging you I'm to be violent. I am not encouraging violence. I am encouraging something, <laughs> but not violence, but I'll get to that. Okay, so going back to this Mother's Aid Society of Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I looked it up. It sounds like a nice thing, right? So this is, right? It's Maybe, not a nice, I don't know. It's, it sounds kind of a little. It's fucked up, okay? So I looked into it, and it's there's like a blog online that she has, and it's um, a blog like promoting. Like, um, the rights of women giving birth is largely what it's about. So there is oh, an is issue. is it going to be some pro-life shit? No, I, I didn't get that far. <laughs> it probably is. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um, but as far as I got, like, I couldn't even read it because it was just disgusting. So she has taken this very real issue. The issue of um, women's health, health and, like... Um, their dignity while they're giving birth how you know um, often um, doctors will like go against the mother's wishes while a woman is giving birth they'll push things along do procedures that they don't want done right mm-hmm. that is a real issue it is a problem yeah um, but she has fucking twisted that very real issue in a disgusting way so one of the comments that was on this Facebook group trigger warning here this isn't a nice word i don't even want to say the word i probably won't even say it so one of the comments on this facebook group about the the anti anti-maskers somebody that we actually know had criticized the anti-masker group and there was a comment on the anti-masker group from one of the members saying if this person likes wearing a mask so much oh. they should have their mouth covered um while they're gang don't want to say the word our word um and see how much they like it okay so that language stuck with me so hold up but let's switch hold on let me finish my thought here because then right i'm reading this like disgusting fucking like rhetoric on this facebook group about the masks Mm -hmm. and then i switch over to her mother's aid society of canada 
And and the narrative narrative is very much the same. So she's taking these actual traumas that mothers have had. She's writing articles about them, and the and and instead of saying what happened to these mothers and talking about the traumas and the issues within the medical field when it comes to women's pain, because those are very real issues, especially when it comes to women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, they're often, you know, their pain is downplayed in the medical yep. field. There's so all in- kinds of studies yeah, about that. Yeah, all kinds. Yeah. But instead yeah. of talking about that, she says things like, mother was gang R-word while uh, the Talking about how, um, you know, maybe the mother was in pain or, like, maybe they ended up having to do a procedure that the mother didn't want to have done. Something like that. But she's totally, like, again, using this language where she's, like, she's fucking, like, weaponizing the trauma of women to get fucking attention. And it's disgusting. Well, also, and also, and I, I don't think it was her that made that comment. To the it person wasn't. we know, but her group is. Her so group it's probably is, the same. She's standing fucking, by it. She's standing by it. I don't. I doubt she criticized it or demanded no. it be taken down. So you can't both fucking virtue signal to protecting goddamn trauma victims right. while advocating for the gang rape. Sorry, I said it. No, she didn't of advocate. Of a fucking it. person. She didn't advocate. No, for but it. that's what she's doing. But she's using that language. Like if somebody has had that happen to them, yeah, then you try- don't want to hear that fucking being reduced to, like, medical malpractice. It's like, while I can see insane. that, it's like, medical malpractice insane. and, like, not having your rights listened to by a doctor is, like, very dehumanizing and traumatic and awful, it is not the same as a fucking gang rape. It is well, not the and same. It, and using, all- that, using that language in order to get attention is disgusting because you're, like, delegitimizing the people that have had that actually happen to and them. And there's a lot of dog whistling going on and there that also- I'm sure has racial connotations and other yeah. shit, too. But, but like... The thing that, like, okay, so I, I'm going to tell a story about my yeah. own trauma, because I, I was sexually assaulted as a child right. for a period of time. Yeah. Uh, it has shaped me profoundly. Yes. In every possible way, as right. it does for anyone who's mm-hmm. experienced that. So, I and you know this too, right. innocuous random shit yeah. will trigger you. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, for so both of us. So, when yeah. I went to Comerica Park mm-hmm. for the first time, years and years ago, I walked into the washroom yeah. and went to go use the... The soap dispenser. Yeah. And was just immediately triggered, and I could not figure out why. It fucked me up for days. Yeah. Through therapy, I was able to figure out Mm -hmm. that in the place where I was assaulted, Mm -hmm. there were similar hand dispenser things there. And that was buried in my brain somewhere, and I got this fucking trigger from that. Right. Now, I've been to Comerica Park roughly a hundred times since then. Right. Big baseball fan. Right. And I use the washrooms. Mm-hmm. They all have the same fucking hand dis- hand soap dispensers in them. Right. Now, I need to wash my hands. Right. After I take a pee pee. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> do I like? No, I'm not washing my hands right. because. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> no, I I fucking I understand how coping mechanisms work. Right. I prepare myself to be able to use them, and right. then I use them. And I'm not saying it's that easy for everyone. Right. But if it's a public health issue yes. where you're endangering the lives of other people, I don't know of a single trauma victim yeah. who would be like, you know what, fuck your life. Yeah. I need to protect myself from this triggering moment. Exactly. Because we're triggered all the fucking time. Exactly. About That's every the little thing. thing. That's the thing about like trauma, like people that are like the victim of trauma that live with trauma. We are triggered every day by every little thing. Like 
not every little thing, but so no, many but things. But a lot that, of like, things. Like people we're would not people. even realize. Like you well, can not, get we're not fragile, but you know what I mean. Like you can get you can get triggered by the most like mundane. random little things. You can't just ask the world to change for you because you're triggered by something. No, and you no, have and to fact, learn how know, to live with it. I know very few people. I mean, and now for certain things that the world should change. Right. Yeah. But, but this is for one something of like this. It's not like there's not. I don't know of a single person who may be triggered by that particular thing of wearing a mask. Mm. I don't know a single person who wouldn't be like, yeah, that happens. But you know what? It's more important that I deal with that exactly. on my own to in order to save other people's and possibly exactly. my own life. Exactly. And they <laughs> and and like the fact that they're just like weaponizing that, like they're like exploiting people's trauma it's because like, they found somewhere narrative they found somewhere that one person somewhere was triggered mm-hmm. by that and they decided that was going to be the thing they honed in on yeah, in order to prove because their you can't argue point. with it you can't argue with it unless you are yourself a sexual assault victim and then they put sexual assault victims in this position where they have to fucking expose their trauma to defend, to call out to their defend against their shit. To call out their bullshit. So they do not care about sexual assault victims. They do not care about traumatized people because they're exploiting their fucking their grief and their trauma to push their narrative and then basically like daring you to call them out on it. And most traumatized people uh, who've been traumatized by something profound like that, that's not true of everyone because yeah. it's a huge group of people. Well, yeah. But. They tend to care a lot about other people. Exactly. And about their feelings and about how they're interacting with them, almost to a fault in some oh, cases. Yeah. It's actually a thing with trauma victims. Yeah. So how is it that they can fucking weaponize that mm-hmm. when most people who might be triggered by that are literally saying, no, yeah. I, I'm, I will figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I maybe I'll wear a face mask in public instead. Right. Maybe that doesn't do it. You know, right. like the, if, if they absolutely cannot wear a mask, they will probably find another way around it. There, and, and that's the thing. Like, to those people, I am sympathetic. Like, if there is a person that actually is having a hard time wearing a mask, I sympathize with those people. Then this would be a really tough, a really tough time. I don't yep. like wearing a mask. I no, mean, to a point, no I do. Like, I kind of like, like, you know, don't look at my face. Like, don't breathe yeah, on I me. I do kind of like, like that. Like, to that point, I do like yeah. it. But, um... I I don't want to wear a mask. Like I got my face I don't frozen. Like it. There's lots of things I don't like. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna say I got my face frozen the other day because I had a dental procedure mm-hmm. and I had I I always need like three times as much of the anesthetic yeah. in order to for it to work. Yeah. So when I left the dentist, like I was just I had like, uh, just my face was just melting. Yeah. Uh, and so I the the mask was great because like normally I'm worried about biting my tongue oh, in those yeah. situations. And so I so like... I just want to leave my mouth hanging open, but I look like an idiot if I'm walking through campus with no mask, like. Right. But I'm wearing a mask, so I can do that. Like, yeah. I mean, like there's. Yeah. In and some and ways you can like cool. you can like rob a liquor store and nobody will know who you are. There's lots of Don't positives. Don't say that because they're actually using that to their advantage. <laughs> So she was on the radio this morning with Dan McDonald, right? And oh, she's fucking like, Christ. Are they oh actually, my God, you gotta listen to it. Are they saying this shit? You gotta listen to it. It's so funny. Oh she was like God. almost in tears at one point. And like, I want to be clear. I have a lot of sympathy for a lot of people. Like, What's she in tears about? I, 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 I everyone off. thinks I'm a huge bitch, but Travis can actually vouch that like, I cry very easily. You and I'm actually like, uh, I'm a huge bitch, but also very sympathetic. You're a very to the, sensitive bitch. To the people that deserve <laughs> it, right? Yeah. So uh, I have no sympathy for the privilege. She's on there crying, and she's like, well, we're just, 
we're, we're, people are just so mean to us and, and, and it's so scary. I go to the store and I'm just, I'm really intimidated because people are wearing masks. Fuck. I hate this person more than I hate The most identifying feature about a person is their fucking eyeballs. It's their eyes. That's the most identifying feature about somebody. It's a fucking temporary thing. This is just for now until we deal with yeah, this unprecedented no. event of a global pandemic. But they hate it so much that they want to extend it even further by being twat cunts. And, like, I'm sorry, but if there's a way to stop as much as 70 to 90% of yeah. the spread of this deadly fucking thing mm-hmm. that has killed over a million people, I don't even know what the number is now, but it's over a million a people lot, that it's killed. A lot of people, right? yeah. I'm not wrong about that million number. I don't think that you're wrong. Let's Google really quick. Keep talking and then I'll let you know if you're wrong. If if it is, in order to prevent potentially millions of deaths, all you have to do is wear a soft piece of fabric over your nose and mouth. What the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah. Like, okay, I can't. I can't get that mad about this because I, tr- I promised myself I wouldn't get mad about people who are saying really irrational, dumb shit. Yeah, okay. It's one so thing to get mad at people like Reno. It's another thing to get mad at You almost at didn't these talk idiots. about Reno at all. I actually have nothing to say, but I'm No, sorry. I have nothing to say You're about You're not even in my mind, you loser. But, I, I, hey, Reno, I hate you less than I hate this fucking person. I, that says so much. <laughs> I actually also <laughs> hate her less. I mean, more. Yeah. Or less. Maybe more. I don't know. I can't decide. No, I, I hate okay, her. Okay, so there's 777,000 deaths. 777. I think the projection... 22 million confirmed cases, the, the, I think I think the projected deaths is going to be well over a million by the time Oh, but according them. to her, the death toll isn't even, like, that big from COVID-19. Oh, I fucking hate her. So then the other point of 71, this... 71... I don't know. Maybe that number's higher now. 71 Windsorites have died yeah. from this shit. She Imagine another fucking situation mm-hmm. where 71 people in this city died. There would be vigils everywhere. There'd people be would vigils, be crying on the sidewalk. People, and, and there should be. There should there be. There fucking should be. But nobody cares. <laughs> but nobody cares. And they're like, yeah, what's another... Uh, fuck it. Let them more people die. Because they probably don't even believe that people are actually dying from this. I don't know what the fuck they think, man. They're nutty. So then the other point of it is like, you look at all these people, right? So the person who made the comment, like trigger warning again, the person who made the comment that said, um, that said like, oh, this person should be gang R worded um, for, you know, see how much they like wearing a mask. This person should be gang. It's actually funny. It's actually funny because, well, that's not funny. But when you look back, because, like, it, you better believe I lurked all these people real hard. Um, so, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, an, this... Un, an unemployed Pam, Stan, Pam Spanish Man, I got is, nothing to do with my life. Is an enemy I'm to gonna, the powerful. Like, I'm just going to, like, bully, bully all the losers, okay? <laughs> so this uh, woman made a post at the beginning of the pandemic, and it said, you better believe, said something along the lines. I posted it on her Instagram. I fucking roasted her. So she was, like, something along the lines of, like, um... I went to get Starbucks, and you better believe that I wore a respirator because, like, I don't even care if somebody else needs it more than me. My life is just as valid. Okay? And then somehow between April and now, she switched to if somebody thinks they should wear a mask. She's wearing a respirator? She was wearing a wet a respirator to Starbucks, and then between then and now, now she thinks that somebody should so, be sexually assaulted so if they think that she should wear a mask. So a fucking piece of fabric yeah. that weighs basically nothing... Mm-hmm versus a respirator that actually does constrict your oxygen to mm-hmm. some degree. Like a mask yeah. does not, by the way. That doesn't fucking right. happen. Um, 
Oh, I can't. It, it, yeah. And this is the thing. We they're can't spend like, too much time talking about how dumb these people are because they're just so just, dumb. Yeah, it's like just, a toddler can fucking beat them in an intellectual yeah. conversation. But so, so when like, you look at these people and you look at the other shit they say, they're like conspiracy theory, anti-vaxer, fucking QAnon, racist, Pizzagate people. Like they're fucking baddie and and. I mean, just, the world is run by fucking pedophiles, but they don't do it through a fucking pizza shop. Yeah. They do it through the Lolita Express. Yeah, she's posting things <laughs> online about Ellen DeGeneres as a pedophile because, and like, mind you, I'm not a fan she of Ellen DeGeneres. She might be, I don't know. Maybe she is. She hangs out with Jeffrey Epstein. we don't know she is. We don't know that she is because her studio is the same colors as Jeb- Jeffrey Epstein's fucking... Uh, <laughs> Does she... Ar- yes, I kid you what, not. There's an actual thing. Oh I screenshotted this shit. Just... It's like, oh, well, Ellen DeGeneres' set looks so much like Jeffrey Epstein's um, mansion on the island that she must be a pedophile. Like, maybe Ellen DeGeneres is. I don't know. She is an awful person. She's a bad person. I might be, like, I don't know. I don't know how many (laughs) gay people dislike Ellen DeGeneres. But just for the record, I'm allowed to say I hate Ellen DeGeneres because I got my gay card. I'm allowed to say I hate Ellen DeGeneres because she's a piece of shit bootlicker. I don't care what sexual orientation she is. She's a shitty person. Well, I hate her because she is a fucking gay traitor. She loves George W. Bush yeah, now. fuck you, George W. Bush, and fuck you, fuck. Ellen DeGeneres. She, yeah, she's butting up with a war criminal. That mm-hmm. makes you a bad person. I don't think you need to have to fucking say yeah. that, but apparently you do. You do, apparently, because... Anyway, we got yeah. on an Ellen Any, thing. Anyways, now the we're talking The thing is about conspiracy theories is that, like... You want to talk about how the world is run by pedophiles and the Clintons are involved. That's We know that is a right. thing. Because Jeffrey Epstein and the, right. Lul- the Lulita Express and his island and all that. Right. It's not conspiracy. It's right there in front of us. Right. Uh, you but don't they, have to make up a conspiracy. <laughs> but they end up focusing on these bullshit things and they don't help anybody. I mean, the problem is that those people then go down the, tr- the rabbit hole of saying that Trump is somehow... Saving, solving this, saving I know. us from this it's shit. It's just so silly. Trump's involved in it too. Like, I fucking know. Christ. I know. Oh my god, these fucking people. So anyways, the moral of the story is if you are an anti-masker, you're a fucking cunt. Okay, so what I wanted to get to about... Okay, so don't punch so they're doing this woman. This, they're doing this thing on Saturday, right? <clears throat> yes. So Do not um, hurt these people. Do not hurt don't them. Don't hurt them. Don't do anything Christ. irresponsible. But what I do encourage is because now so many people are saying that they're not going to go to the mall on Saturday because of the safety issues. And while that is valid because these twat bags will be there without their masks on, I personally am going to double up my mask and um, get a hazmat suit. Maybe I'll go to Home Hardware, see if I can afford a hazmat suit. I don't know, uh, but I'm just gonna like walk around and make their shopping trip because they're framing it like, oh, it's not a protest; it's just a shopping trip because, like, I just want to go shopping. You're gonna get spit on. Safety in numbers. You know these fucking people are gonna spit. They on might you. spit on me. They might. So I'm gonna see. I'm gonna maybe like maybe I'll get a hazmat suit. I don't know. I think that's a just little crazy. Be, I, like I'm. 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 This is one of those situations. Well, this is where why I th- you videotape. I think I'm probably gonna end up going with you. I don't know if I'm gonna follow to go them around me. while they shop. I'm gonna harass I think, them. So I hard. think the thing is to like try to stop them from getting in the mall in the first place. Which yeah. Which really, I mean, someone so should do because it is against the like, law. It some is people are the law. like, oh well, make sure you like have the cops there because like the cops will protect everyone. Like fuck you. Cops the cops have shit. been refusing to wear masks. The only time the cops wear masks is when they know that there's cameras around. But if you don't think I walk around downtown and every time I see a fucking group of cops wearing a mask, then you don't know Pam Spanish. I've never seen the cops wear a mask. They never wear them. I've never they seen them. They don't it. wear them. So I've the cops seen the, don't I've actually seen them, care. Like, the only time I've ever seen them wear a mask is when they 
tried to act as though they were part of the Black Lives Matter protests right. that were happening. Yeah, that's the only time, um, but every other time they don't wear they masks. They don't wear them in their everyday I've seen them in groups as big as 13 people not wearing a mask. And they go down and harass the homeless, get mm-hmm. within six feet of them, and they're not wearing a mask. They right. don't do it. They never do. They never, they never fucking they do. They don't. So the cops don't care. But what... So anyway, so... And the cops are probably part of the fucking group. Exactly. <laughs> it's like there was a protest in Detroit the other day, and, and everyone's saying in Detroit, like, well, the cops didn't show up. The cops didn't show up. So, like, whenever there's a protest, the cops show up and they counteract the protest. Well, there was a Proud Boys... Uh, protest and for anybody that doesn't know about the Proud Boys, oh. the Proud Boys are a white supremacist. I would love to do like, an entire episode misogynistic on misogynistic group of people, white men who they're super racist and they basically think that like they think that the R word is like a false you, thing. They don't think that's they. One of their things. You got, that now they, you got to be more specific because I think you're saying the other R word. The the R A the sexual assault thing. E word. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to say the okay. word. Yeah, they yeah. think that that is like not a thing. So they think if a woman enters your house, that um that you have the right. Um. So they basically like try to get like sexual assault charges thrown out. They're a repulsive group of people. Well, I would love to do a whole episode on them because the history of oh, them yeah. is actually fascinating. Because yeah. the guy who founded them mm-hmm. is a Canadian mm. who founded Vice. He was the founder oh, of Vice right. Magazine. Yeah, Gavin McInnes. So they're a he's a fucking group he's of a people. fucking shitbag yeah. Nazi. Fuck him. But so there was this whole thing in Detroit, and and they were like, well, um, there was this Proud Boys um, rally, and the cops didn't show up, and I was like, of course they showed up. They were just in their perking, their fucking Proud Boy outfits. They swapped they swapped their uniforms. They swapped their day. uniforms. There with the like, Proud Boys. It's like why why do the cops never show up when the KKK show up to things? Well, it's because they're in the fucking. Oh, hoods. they're there. <laughs> they're there. They're just not wearing their badge that day. Sarah's mad today. No, it's great. We were gonna have Spicy. we were gonna have a, a guest on this week. We had we had a couple different guests lined up, and yeah. we didn't end up doing it because like I just got back a couple days ago, and yeah. it requires coordination. But yeah. possibly next week, maybe we'll have someone on. Maybe Ev. Yeah, and then yeah. Someone like that. I know yeah. that Ev wants to come on at some point. But yeah. um, follow yeah. us on all the things. We got Instagram. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. All of those things are at This Is False Pod. Mm-hmm. TikTok as well. I, I don't know if there's any content. I'm putting up my own content on, Me on too. TikTok. Me too. Maybe we just, just won't. We started just making our yeah. own separate content. And, like, there's a couple things on our TikTok. But there's no... I have more personal followers than I do than I do on, like, the, the podcast TikTok. Um, <laughs> I don't, but so uh, uh, now between fine. Now between us, we have three... Um, well, you, you don't have the... You don't got the goods like I do. Yeah, You don't got these... Uh, these beautiful eyes, like I <laughs> eyes. That's what okay. <laughs> I thought you were going in a different direction. I was, there. but <laughs> well, so uh, I mean, then you can follow me on TikTok. I guess I don't really give a shit if you do. What's uh, that TikTok clout? I, I don't guess. need to. I don't you can need do that to. If you want. I don't, I don't really need to tell you guys because I already got the clout. I got like twenty-two followers. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. We sound like the oldest fucking people on the planet right now. You can follow our our Instagram on the interwebs. On the interwebs. I make the memes. And then also, this is false podcast. Somebody told me they missed me saying that last time, so making the The memes. The memes? Yeah. This is false podcast at protonmail.com. You got any legal documentation you need to send our way? That's that's one way you can do it. (laughs) That's an inside joke we'll tell you about later. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Maybe. we can't. Maybe we'll be bound by an NDA. You never know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this was fun. Let's, uh, yeah, I was let's mad. do it again next week. Maybe I'll be less mad next week. Maybe I'll be more mad. I don't at know. Some, at some point, I want to do bonus episodes. I feel like we, we want to talk so much. Mm-hmm. Instead of having an hour and a half long episode, we could just split it into two 45-minute or two-hour yeah. long episodes yeah. and say all the things we want to say. Yeah. 
We do have a lot of things to say. We are maybe we can maybe in the future we'll do like yeah. one where it's just me and you and one where there's a guest. That yeah. way it like varies it up. Are you trying to get rid of me? You're trying no. to push me out of my it's own. Just podcast? people get we're like all fucking. People get tired of hearing just us. Really, you think? Got to so? bring in some other voices. I love hearing just me. Me too, but yeah, we should have Ev on next time. Yeah. Yeah, Ev, we're we know you're it. listening, Ev. Ev, and we know you want to be on this shit. Ev, and we were not. We're not going to have a topic. We're not going to talk about anything important. No, we're just going to like yeah, shit talk, talk people shit. and get. We're just going to get drunk and yeah. talk shit. It's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. We need stop, one of those episodes. You, you can stop listening to us now. Sorry, yeah. this was sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry about this. Right, right about now is probably when it's fading out. Yeah. And there's music coming in. It's some music. Some Creative Commons music that's yeah, it's nice coming up, bumping. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Good night. Yeah. Bye. Good night, people. Bye. Good morning. <laughs>